That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking. Talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Billman. And I'm Cecil Davis. And we're trying to have a conversation without Googling or fact-checking. Those things can just so easily kill the conversation and stunt creativity. Just a reminder that we have opened the Creative Center for That Don't Sound Right, and we are going to uh, use some of the ideas we've got out of that brainstorming session tonight. We hope you'll find this one interesting, and you might even find yourself saying, that don't sound right to one or both of us, because (laughs) this one might surprise you. Yeah, so um, I was listening to NPR today, which is not surprising. Uh, I listen to it often as I'm traveling back and forth. Uh, but they were, I was listening particularly to, to Marketplace, I think it was Marketplace, and they were talking about the economic impact of content creation. Okay. So, you, as odd as it seems, you and I are content creators. We create content for the, the internet entertainment sphere of things. And so... Um, this thing, content creation, has become a real thing. So, you know, in its infancy, there was people on YouTube that were, you know, singing songs or playing music or whatever, and it was kind of dismissed. But now, it's really become a real thing, creating content Mm -hmm. um, to where people make money from it. Right. Uh, And so this article was talking about that the United States right now doesn't have a way to measure the economic impact of content creation. So um, I know this sounds serious. <laughs> Seems like a serious topic, but it's interesting to me because, um, well, people, I, like, like we, I guess what don't sound right about that? There's several things that don't sound right that we'll kind of delve into. Um, so the first thing was that there's no, you know, the U.S. tracks numbers on heavy industry. Like they know how many trucks you sell. Mm-hmm. They may have how many trucks are being made. They may know how much. Uh, it generates for the economy from uh, from jobs and from the economic impact. I mean, they they know this for music festivals. They know how what the economic impact of a music festival in Wilkesboro is every year, as far as hotel rooms and restaurant expenses and parking. But they aren't able to track that for content creation mm-hmm. um, for you know for a lot of reasons because it's a very uh, probably grassroots. Um, type of of activity. It's not reported anywhere um, necessarily. Like, um, and you would have to get your information off of like platforms like what we use. Um, but it, so the interesting thing. This is the thing that didn't sound right. So right now, there's lots. There's kids that create content for the internet for like unboxing a toy. And so they will do an unboxing of a toy, and other kids will watch them do the unboxing of a toy, and they will get money for that. But 
in the same way, the same that used to thing used to happen in the film industry where you'd have child actors, but they built in protections for those child actors. So like some of the money was set aside in a trust fund so they would have it for later. Instead of paying them. Instead of paying them. Right. But these kids who are these child influencers don't have any of those legal protections that early child actors had. Okay. So that's one thing that that's not right. All right. But the same thing for adults. Like if we're if you're an adult content creator, like us, yeah, you may not. If you're doing it full time, there may not be any legal protections for you, like uh, like a four hundred one k plan or a medical plan or any type of safety net in this prof- in this. If you make this profession, this yeah. isn't our profession. You're an engineer. I'm a pharmacist. This is a side. But let's so, let's assume. Let's assume we are. This is our profession now. Right. All right. Yes. Where are we getting our money from? So, if we were, if we were, um, you know, we have tens of people listening to us, but let's we have say, let's tens say we of had thousands of people tens of thousands, I uh, or hundreds of actually, it's I mean, the real popular, successful podcast and YouTube channels have hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands. So they obviously have sponsors. And what are those sponsors doing? And so they're advertising on their platforms. Right. Or they're, you know, heavy product placement. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the unboxings are all about product placement where you're, and they, you know, not just kids do unboxings. Adults will do, you know, like I saw an unboxing for the soundboard we use, the, right? the Mayano Caster. All right. Um, I watched the unboxing of that and they, you know, they take it out and they show you all the pieces and they show you how to use it. And I watched it. And probably the person who did it had some revenue coming to them from the platform. Sure, sure. Yeah. And so, but there's no numbers like on who's making money, who's not making money. Well, I, I mean, I, so let's let's back up a little. So mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to production, mm-hmm. they get their information by asking. They just take surveys. Yes. Right. Unless right. it's unless it's a like a vehicle that's registered. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, they're they're surveying these companies. They're asking yeah. the treasury departments in each in each area. Mm-hmm. And they're asking their people, or not the it's the um, the central bank. What's that called? The uh, the central bank. The central bank. They're yeah. they're they're surveying they're, mm-hmm. the, the heavy industries around them. They're getting yeah. the surveys. Okay. Yeah. We could create an LLC or a business, a small mm-hmm. business, where the money is coming in. And it's being tracked. You know the IRS would track that. Yes. But it would have to be coded in such a way that they would know it was content creation. They would have to know what kind of company we are, right? Right. And what are we, what are we producing? Yeah. And so you're, you're saying it don't sound right that the government doesn't know this. They, they're, not, they're not tracking this right now. Well, it's... No, I was just saying that it doesn't. Well, yeah, I'm saying that it doesn't sound right that there's something. You know what they in, what they estimate to be in the billions of dollars mm-hmm. in content creation. But uh, they, but see, that's the thing. I don't think the billions of dollars mm-hmm. isn't the content. Well, it, the advertising that's associated with well, it, the product that, placement. I'm saying there's an industry that's generating billions right. of dollars, right? And they don't have a handle on who's doing it. How much is it happening? Who's winning? Who's losing? They don't have a handle on it like they do for other industries. And I say that's good. 
<laughs> I say they need to keep their nose out of our everyone's business. They don't well, need to know what we're doing. If well, I have an LLC, mm-hmm. if, we have a, if we have a company, let's say we get a company and we have right. a staff now, uh-huh. all right, well, it's probably our our responsibility to set up some health care, mm-hmm. to set up a 401k for right. For our, you know, for listener number one and our international brand <laughs> ambassador, we need to we need to pay our uh, Instagram person well. We need to pay our graphic artists well. Um, we got to pay our barista well, right? Right. We got to take care of them. Yep. Um, so that is there for them. We would we would create we would create th- that for them. Mm-hmm. Does the government need to know how we're getting our money? I think for financial reporting for like. GDP, yeah. I mean, I, that's how we figure, you know, the kind of the economic ins and outs of the country. But I don't think we're producing anything. You and me? Yeah. I don't think advertising is worthy of GDP numbers. Well, it's is it? interesting that you should say that because some people don't think content creation is worthy of any of this attention. Well, that, I mean, that's fine. But, yeah. I mean, really, when it comes to GDP, right. is, is advertising... Something that should be included in the GDP right. because it's not production. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now maybe, maybe they're maybe trying, that's not in there. Maybe, maybe they're trying to measure the value of our production. Right. So for us, when we every every minute of content that we create, we lose money. <laughs> and in your calculus, we suck from the GDP. We take <laughs> and it may somebody's going to write us and say, "You guys are." Or way off because this, none of this is figured into the GDP, but uh, <laughs> that but, is yeah. highly likely. Every yeah, every episode we create, we lose money, and we lose personal money. Right, we're not we're not bringing money in at this. That's point. right. In fact, if, if if we did, the thing is, if we did nothing, mm-hmm. we would lose the same amount of money. We would lose it. Yeah, right. We would just it would because we yeah, still pay the bills yep. for the podcast or the platform that's not being used, the websites mm-hmm. that's not being updated. Yeah, we'd still be paying out that money, but we'd be producing nothing. Yeah, and we would not be as happy as we are now. Right, so we pay. You know, we pay money. <laughs> this is like golf. I mean, some people go and pay money to play golf. You and I pay money to have a podcast. That's right. That's right. Uh, but it doesn't generate any revenue for right. either one of us. It, the revenue we did generate, we put back into the raw that's and right. had a booth, and we had to add, add some of our money to that. That's right. We experimented with ads, and we made three dollars. <laughs> that, was that was that the final tally? Three dollars. <laughs> it wasn't even enough to make the threshold for the cut. To get a check cut. Oh, they won't even, they no, won't even send us no, the money yeah. yet. So that's what that's what this article, the other thing this thing was talking about is that, you know, you have some content creators that have, um, and they recognized uh, a guy that I've heard of, but I haven't watched, uh, Mr. Beast. Ah, yeah. Like he's, uh, he um, has a lot of followings. I'm not sure what he does. Um, and so, you know, he's generating revenue for himself or for right. his company or whatever. But there are some people that are creating content that nobody ever sees, that sure. nobody follows. Right. In, in some cases, that might happen to us. <laughs> That's right. Um, in fact, it might be happening now. It might be happening Half now. Half our listeners might be subscribing to us, mm-hmm. but not listening to yeah, us. Yeah, right? it's that could 100% be... possible. We might only have 10 people that actively listen That's to right. us. <laughs> Although the numbers show different. And that, that's, again, for us, this well, is the, kind of the point, is that 
we look at our platform numbers and mm-hmm. we have 150 listens an episode. Right. We're not really sure how many of those listens are true listens. That's right. It could be all 150. And when you think about the hundreds of thousands of listens that other mm-hmm. podcasts, what percentage of those are true listens? Or true listens, right. And then if you're an advertiser, how do you determine, okay, I, I want to give my advertising dollars to this podcast. Right. Um, and how many true listeners do they have? What What's the region that they're reaching? You know, how much influence do they have? Right. What um, demographic? Yeah. So, like, some of these, you know, like you have some of the younger influencers who are doing makeup, you know, they could probably move a lot of product if they feature yep. a certain product on their on their podcast That's, or their YouTube yeah. stage. I mean, we don't do a visual stuff. We do all, all talking. Right. And we've done plenty of free promotion sure. uh, as we're talking, but, you know, we haven't, yeah. So I, was, I just thought it was an interesting thing that they had today on content creation. But we are we are content creators. Do you think we should be, as content creators, should we be reporting to somebody what we're doing? I um, Well, we, we kind of involuntarily do when you think about it. Hmm. Because our platform gathers data on us, so it knows how many minutes we're podcasting per month. Okay. Um, it knows who we're using as advertisers. Mm-hmm. It knows. It's, well, not all the time, right? Only well, only, yeah, only, only for the platform. That knows where our listeners are coming from. It breaks it down geographically for right. us. I mean, they they know a, a scary amount about us just from just from the platform. We use. Right. Now, but they don't have any idea how much money we're making or losing from the podcast. Right. They don't know right. what it costs to do the other things. Right. We could get a benevolent benefactor one time that gives us a million dollars and they would never know. Right. And no, no one would know. No one would know. We would never tell anyone. We wouldn't, we wouldn't say a word. <laughs> we would just be driving around in project cars that were fully restored. Where'd <laughs> <laughs> how that happen? Oh. Yeah. If you ever see we got, us, we got 200 listeners now. What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah. If you ever see us suddenly driving around in fully restored project cars, you will know. <laughs> call the IRS. Something has happened. Um, do you consider yourself like a content creator at this point? I guess yeah. That's a, what's the definition of a content creator, Cecil? I think it's anybody who creates, uh, you know, either a podcast or a YouTube, something that's visual or spoken um, music that's being consumed Mm -hmm. through a social media platform. How's that different from me writing a book? That's content too, Uh but I don't think they necessarily consider that. The definition of a content creator, I think, to me, is much more specific to social platforms. Okay. Yeah. And here's the thing I like about this. The, uh, the like about social platforms. Right. So you mentioned writing a book. Yeah. You have to have talent to write a book for the most part. Now, you could write a sorry book that nobody read, certainly, and there's plenty of people that have. Okay. But to, to write a successful book, to be a successful author, yeah. you have to have talent. Okay. You have to be a good writer. Sure. You have to turn out a consistent product time after time after time. Right. All right. I'm going I'll, somewhere. I'll, with I'm this. going with you. Okay. And this this one this one I like about social media. So then, if you are a, a musician, um, you have to, and you want to be, and you make your living as a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to, you know, be good at it and have a following and people buying your material. Mm-hmm. Um, a comedian that mm-hmm. makes his living as a comedian has to. Be good at it. Have a following. 
have people willing to pay to hear him do that. Yeah. This is where social media is the great equalizer. I think there are people that have talent that maybe couldn't put together a whole hour's worth of material for like a Netflix comedy special. Right, where the big money is. Where the bigger money is. But they can do a 15-minute skit on on a social media platform. Like YouTube, right? Like YouTube or Instagram. And it's funny. It's well done. It's well, okay. it's well filmed. It's well thought out. It makes you laugh. But they don't have the level that would take them to a national prominence. But they... What do you think the what do you think the line is between those two? I well I, I don't know. That's an interesting question. So what do you think the the line is between the two? So my example is uh, you know the Holderness family. All right. Watched a ton of their videos. YouTube stars, right? Yes. Very and, funny, well done. And they translated into TV stars because they won the the Amazing Race, right, right. But yeah. let's just back before yeah. that, before right. that, back up. They were, right. they were, they YouTube were, stars. You were YouTube stars, mm-hmm. and then let's take a new, like one of the newer country singers, mm-hmm. like Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan. Let's okay. take Luke Bryan. Right. So he's everywhere. He's right. on tour. Right. Um, people are people want to have him at their at their venue mm-hmm. playing a concert. Mm-hmm. What do you think the difference is? I, I don't, I don't. No, if I can, and that this is the part that fascinates me. What is the difference between a content creator that can put together something that's, you know, 15 seconds, 30 seconds on Instagram and being able to be on concert, be on tour with concert thing? You know, that's where I think, like, you and I, nobody would have said, would have called us up and said, hey, we want you two guys to have a radio show. <laughs> And they're still, for the record, they're still not calling. Right, they're still not calling. <laughs> but there's platforms now that you and I can access right. for free initially mm-hmm. and then for pretty low cost yeah. where you and I can sit here and talk into a microphone. And have a radio show. And have a radio show. And there are people that listen to us and we have a good time with them. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and there's that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, there's people I follow on Instagram who all they do are these 15... Lauren Jumps. She is my hero on Instagram. Lauren Jumps? Lauren Jumps. Okay. I don't know what her true last name is. During COVID, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. During COVID, she lived in Britain. She started jumping rope. And so, like every couple days, she drops these videos where she jumps rope for like 15, 20 seconds to different songs. Yeah. And that's it. And she has built an empire out of this where she sells jump ropes, jump maps, the outfits that she's wearing. She's got a, a app that you can get on your phone that teaches you all the different moves that she does. Now, is she a good jump rope artist? Absolutely. Like she taught well, so herself, she's got talent. She's got talent. Okay. Nobody's going to watch a TV show of her jump roping. Right. But they're going to watch a 30-second video okay. of her jumping rope with these different techniques. I got gotcha. you. And then teaching you how to do it. And now she's teamed up with like dancers, so they're dancing, and she's jump roping to the dance routine. I mean, what other platform? Right. So is what, she going to be successful on like that? So what? What I think what you're saying then is what you like about this, these social media platforms that it's able to, at almost at almost no cost, mm-hmm. put out content that's very short and easy to make. Yeah. And reach a broad audience quickly. Yes. And if it's good, it'll catch on. Right. Whereas 
if, like ours. <laughs> whereas the well, yes, right. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say the typical media that we're mm-hmm. used to right. is thirty minute, you know, twenty three minute sitcom, mm-hmm. forty seven minute hour long show, right. uh, thirty minute radio slot, yep. or you know, a four hour morning show, mm-hmm. um, a book in which that you have to find a publisher who's going to back you and print a lot of these, right? A um, a an a music artist now a music artist who is discovered by mm-hmm. someone willing to put a lot of money behind them right. to create a you know a thirty to fifty minute album and right. put out there, whereas this, but <laughs> but we can do much shorter content yeah. that catches people's attentions yeah. and can hold it pretty sustained and for low cost. Right. And then all of a sudden, without a lot of with a lot of um, production effort, mm. you have a following. Yeah. And then you monetize it. You can monetize it. And that, and I think it's a great equalizer because people I think lots of people are creative. Yeah. But yeah. they don't have an outlet for it. Right. And social media uh, has become this great outlet for people who want to be creative. It's, Not necessarily good all the time, but just creative, right. just creating. It seems, though, wouldn't you agree that there is a line of discovery that is out of our hands, that is out of a lot of people's oh, hands, absolutely. that some people get discovered mm-hmm. and some people don't. Right, and that's why I think what we've done has succeeded is because we're doing it for ourselves. Right. We do it for just the fun of doing it. And we do it. We do it for our friends. And we do it for our friends. I mean, listener number one said, right. "If you do it, I will listen." And right. that was good enough for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. It was. And I mean, he's still there. And it still is. And you know, David listens and he enjoys it, and that's enough. And by you know, and it, you know, different people, you know, different people listen and they enjoy it, and that's. And we've even said that even if no one was listening, we would do it. We probably we probably still, still do it. it. We still do it. But why would we do that? I just I think it's a creative outlet I think it's for fun both just of us to be on this microphone right yeah. here and, just, and think that people are listening. To that's what right. But that's what like you know another guy I follow on Instagram. All he does is he does trade humor, like construction, heavy industry. He does humorous situations from the trades. Okay. Okay. And it's and it's not long. It's 15, 20 seconds, and he is excellent at it. <laughs> But no, there's no other platform that he would be right. watched on. Right. Jo- the guy we've talked about, uh, Josh Mancuso, who does the who does the team mascot thing. Anyways, it's just a guy who just he says he names a school and he has three characters that he all he plays all three characters and they talk about how the school got the mascot, the name, the fight song. He came to Winston here recently. Okay. Again, the only place that would be successful. Uh, is on now. He's beginning to transition right. into you know stand up and bigger things. But the only place that would be successful is social media. You're fired up about this. Season. I am fired. Up. I mean, because it gave us this opportunity it, it really too. Did. It gave us right. the opportunity to sit here and come up with a name and kind of figure out the little connections and and have a podcast. I mean, who would have thought that we would actually our voices would be broadcast on these major platforms like Apple Podcasts, right? As broadcasting our, our voice, right. Spotify, right. Google Podcast, we iHeart, were, we I mean, were all the, these big ones. We were the featured podcast on Amazon Music this week. No kidding. It, under certain algorithms. Really? Yeah. How did that happen? I don't know. Well, we need to figure out that algorithm, don't we? <laughs> 
So anyways, that's but anyway, a, but getting back to your point that don't yeah, sound right is yeah. that the government doesn't know really all these little niche all these little 15 second to mm -hmm. two minute creators yeah. that are benefiting and making money off of it. Yeah. And the question I think that we're all, you and I have, and I don't know the answer to it, is this really count though as right. GDP? How serious is this? How, how I mean, is this, yeah, yeah I mean, does, right. this, does, this, does this really count? Now, I think it leads to things that do count. For oh, instance, absolutely. you think about the advertisers. So, yeah. Pepsi, you know, Cheerwine wants to start advertising with us, right? Right. Yeah. Now people are going to make people start to buy more Cheerwine. Mm -hmm. Oh, so Cheerwine needs to start making more Cheerwine. Yeah. And so, oh, they got to make more cans to put the Cheerwine. Well, guess what? Now the aluminum can manufacturer right. has to start making more cans. Oh, they got to start buying more aluminum. Right. We got to fire up some bauxite mines, yeah. start mining more aluminum because look what we did. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because that don't sound right. Yeah, made content, and it was worth getting people yeah. to advertise on and attract more comers. Right, and then you need you need you need tractors for the mining. You need eighteen, <laughs> right. you need right. 18 wheelers it to ship it all around. To, it all comes back to trucking. It comes comes back to a, you know big truck. You got to make man. more deaf. It doesn't sound right, but you've come. I think you've come to the end of our content creation of that. Don't sound right. Hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening to our content. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe or follow button on the platform you listen with? Also, if you're a longtime listener, please give us a rating and leave us a review so others can easily find us and join the conversation. And if you know somebody at Cheer One, call them, tell them we want to contribute to the GDP. That's right. That's how, that's how we can do it. We contribute to GDP with wonderfully made designs, uh, small business specializing in uh, T-shirts, uh, custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey on uh, Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. Use your code TDSR10 for 10% off your first order. So That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and your web designer. Camille is your barista. Emily does our graphic design. Ella does our Instagram. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Brent is our international brand ambassador. And as always, the number one content creator, the number reason we create content, Listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.